2: No breaks, no breaks, no fear, no fear, the official British Speedway podcast.
3: Welcome along to No Breaks, No Fear. I'm Ian Brannan, and we are bringing you this from live on location at the Plymouth Gladiators home, the Coliseum, this evening, where we just witnessed Plymouth Gladiators taking on the Oxford Cheaters. And it was a big victory once again for the Gladiators, who moved to third in the championship. More about that later. This week I'm joined by former Great Britain team manager and Swindon manager and all-round British Speedway legend Alan Rossiter. Speaking to him in just a second and getting his thoughts on the action from the Premiership from Monday night, where the Bellevue Aces triumphed over the Peterborough Panthers again. And at Monmore, it was the Ipswich Witches who took the spoils on the home turf of the Wolverhampton Wolves. We'll hear what Peter Adams has got to say about that as well as the thoughts of Richie Hawkins and Sam Masters all coming up too. Bit of controversy in the championship at the weekend when the meeting at Newcastle had to be halted after 10 heats when an old curb began to appear from out of the track. We'll hear from one of the riders involved in that meeting, Paul Stark, very soon. And we'll hear from Ben Barker as Ipswich Witches host the Sheffield Tigers in next Monday's televised meeting on Eurosport.
2: No breaks. No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast.
3: Welcome along, lots to get through and um, well you may hear the occasional tractor or Speedway bike in the background but as uh, I say we're, we're in Plymouth having watched the meeting against the Plymouth Gladiators and the Oxford Cheaters and we'll come on to that in uh, in just a bit. Uh, but first of all let's speak with Alan Rossiter. Um, good to see you Alan. Um, first question everybody will be asking is what's going on with Swindon? Do you have an update Alan?
4: <laughs> you know as about as much as I know unfortunately um, uh, they've they've demolished the back straight which is going to be the new home stand and they've got the drainage working and it's just a matter now of moving the pods over to the back straight and then start building it up um, that's where we are at the moment and and as everybody
3: else can drive past can see exactly what I can see every week. Okay, watch this space for more information. Then on Swinton, onto the action from Monday night. Then, well, Bellevue roared to a stunning 54-36 win at Peterborough to complete an emphatic double over the reigning Premiership champions. Skipper Brady Kurtz made it a back to back maximums over the Panthers as he went through the card with 14 plus one, and even the Aces' lowest scorers all collected six points. Michael Palmtoff scored 11 plus one for the home side, but they were blown out of contention in the first half of the meeting when the visitors produced a hugely impressive display. Um, Alan, looking at this fixture last night, and Bellevue, of course, they didn't start off particularly the strongest. Uh, at the start of the season in the League Cup campaign but since adding Matty Zagar they've become an entirely different prospect haven't they? Oh, they're totally different
4: kettle of fish with a class rider like Matty Zagar in there um, so they they' they're, they're from the team that was started off the cup matches now they're um they they are up there where they are they're at the top of the league at the moment
3: and we've just seen such sort of strength with the Bellevue Aces really since the signing of Mate Zagar and, and, and twice in a week for Peterborough you know they've, they've really shown the strength against the reigning champions as well haven't they
4: yeah very much so and certainly with Zagar coming in he certainly made made the difference to Bellevue and it's that missing rider that Mark Lemon was just hanging on for I think he was he had an opportunity I spoke to Mark in the winter and there was an opportunity of another rider coming and that didn't come to fruition and I think he gave Jake Allen a chance and and it was a being on a temporarily um, job there but uh, certainly when someone like Zagar, Matty Zagar comes along then you know it's certainly going to make them stronger.
3: Well we can hear from the Aces top scorer on the night once again it was Brady Kurtz speaking with Hayley Bromley.
4: Well
5: I'm with ATP Aces skipper Brady Kurtz. Brady, I paid Max for yourself on the night, a big win for the ATPI Aces and four league points in the bag. That was a pretty decent, nice work. Yeah, definitely. I I wasn't expecting to win that big here, that's for sure. I thought they were gonna they were gonna turn and around a little bit and come out come out firing, but uh yeah, we were good tonight. The whole team done good is which is what we need. We haven't had a team firing all together for for a little while now, so uh yeah, it's it's really good. It's good to see all the boys work together and uh get the job done.
6: Absolutely. I mean sending a
5: clear message to all of your premiership rivals. What has changed in the pits for you boys? It feels like a totally different energy to the one that we started the season with. Uh <laughs> I think it's just, uh, everyone's just a little bit more relaxed. We're all enjoying it. We're all having a good time. And uh, now we've got such a strong team, the pressure's kind of off everyone a little bit and we can all enjoy our speedway and have a little bit of a laugh. And uh, yeah, we're all, we're all just getting along good. And uh, yeah, it's things are, things are definitely looking up, but long season to come
3: as Brady Kurtz the top scorer for Bellevue in their victory over Peterborough which was live on Eurosports. well the next team to be on Eurosport next Monday will be the Ipswich Witchers and they shocked Wolverhampton with a 48-42 win at Monmore Green to make it two successive victories at the start of the Premiership campaign Jason Doyle led the charge for the Witchers who produced a solid all round effort in the Black Country with former world champion winning his first four rides to score 13 points Wolves struggled to cover for the injured Ryan Douglas who was out with a neck in and their only mild consolation was a 5-1 from Sam Masters who got 11 plus 1 bonus point and Nick Morris with 10 plus 2 uh, in heat 15 to deny the visitors the 4th league point in a moment we'll hear from Peter Adams but first the Ipswich team boss Richie Hawkins with Ryan Guest
7: well Ipswich which is team boss Richie Hawkins you haven't had uh, too many away day successes over the past year or so so you've got to be absolutely delighted 48-42 winners here at Walls tonight
8: yeah a uh, brilliant team performance. Um, yeah, it's going to be a tough place for everyone to come. they obviously very good team around um, Wolverhampton. So, yeah, for us to get a win, I think that's kind of three points that not many people get here. So, yeah, it's great for our start to our league. You know, we've, we've started two wins out of two now. So, it's, yeah, brilliant.
7: Yeah, Ray, you mentioned our Wolves are a good team around this Monmouth Green circuit. Uh, not too often do you only see them win four races out of the 15 around here?
8: Yeah, and I think, you know, we had... Starkey broke down when he was winning Heat 2 which kind of got them a 5-1 as well and I felt you know was, we dominate. I know that Wolves are a little bit weaker tonight because Thomas had a bad night coming in as a guest so you know you, in its early days you're not going to get carried away but certainly that'll help us I think team morale you know get away wins like superb so we, we go Monday we've got such a tough test and on Eurosport and you know welcome Sheffield are sort of league favourites everyone's favourites they've got Real strong team, so Monday's going to be a real tough one, and we need to enjoy tonight and then, you know, be make sure we're ready and, you know, cut out those the mistakes that we've we've had in the, we've had two wins, but they've been, you know, riddled a little bit with with mistakes. So we need to make sure we cut them out Monday, else we will get beaten.
7: Like you say, um, it, it is mixed emotions in one way because you, you should be absolutely buzzing and I'm sure you will be to heading back with the league win from Wolverhampton, but uh, missing out on that extra league point with some some points dropped and then conceding that 5-1 in eight fifteen 15
8: as well. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, like, yes, we kind of can think look at it. You can have a look at it and say, oh, look, we should have had four points because we were in a position to do so, but actually, you know, before the meeting, I think anyone said, look, you get a win at Wolverhampton, like, in any time is a great result so we'll we, kind of look on that and happy with that.
7: Well, Wolverhampton team manager Peter Adams, a first defeat of the, the Premiership season in just your second league meeting here at Monmouth Green it turned out to be a, a tough night for the team tonight
0: Yeah, well I mean um, obviously we're weakened with um, with Dougie being absent he's been in fantastic form uh, so we've got that to contend with, Sam's got a uh, dose of the flu or something, so that restricted him a bit. So, yeah, tough night, but it's which you know they acquitted themselves very well, and this must be one of their best performances on the road for a long
7: time. Yeah, certainly, uh, they, they've got a solid look about them, as you say, this year. And not many meetings here at Monmouth Green, we only see uh, your team win four races over the course of the 15 hits.
0: No, I think you know, obviously, not enough uh, heat winners, are, uh, you know. Uh, we just weren't at our best today, but our, you know Douglas was a big miss.
7: Important to, to, to regroup, um, I think it's a, a week on Thursday, you've got the uh, Premiership uh, League Cup group decider at Sheffield, and then, like I say, refocusing uh, to, to get the league programme back on schedule.
0: Yeah, that's our next outing on the 19th, I think it is, of, uh, of this month, week on Thursday, so yeah, we'll go there and see what we can do, but... Um, Hopefully we'll have a 4 of riders then and we can uh, give a, a better performance as a result. Thanks for speaking to us. No problem.
3: There's the Wolves team manager, Peter Adams. Um, a victory against Wolves on their own circuit, Alan, is, is no mean feat. It's all notoriously a, a tricky place to go, but Ipswich getting the job done.
4: No, certainly. I know that uh, Wolves are hindered without Ryan Douglas and um, their guests didn't get so many points, two or three points. Um, but I was, I was um, you know, when you look around and see people calling for changes already. You know, we're not even quarter way, you know, not even halfway through the season and people saying uh, Wolves need to make changes. You know, they were out with an influential rider like Ryan Douglas. That's a massive loss for them. And uh, just panic stations, just the guests didn't work for them. It's just one of them things and, it, and Ipswich are on it and Troy Batchelor's starting to find some form and Jason Doyle looked unbeatable up until Heat 15 last night.
3: Let's hear from um, one of the Riders that were singled out by um, Peter Adams saying that he wasn't feeling quite right. Dose of the flu or something like that for Sam Masters. And Sam's been speaking with Ryan Guest. Well, Sam
7: Masters, uh, losing the the second home fixture of the the Premiership League season, not ideal. It was a a real tough one for the boys tonight.
9: Yeah, we struggled without Dougie. Um, Thomas was trying, but he obviously had a bit of bad luck hitting the tapes and whatever. Uh, I think we had a couple of guys struggling a little bit, which I'm not. A, I didn't feel like I was on top of my game either. But I won a couple of heats. But uh, yeah. Anyway, the whole team didn't do what we needed to do, so, so we lost.
7: Yeah. Only four heat winners as well. It's something I, I don't think I've seen. Uh, I've seen often here at Mama Green from the walls.
9: Yeah. I don't really know what it was. Like the track was good. Um, a little bit different the last week, but still wasn't bad enough for us to just go get, to lose. But I don't know what. what yeah, what it was, but uh, just one of them days, and we've got a while between uh, till our next home meeting, which is not good after a loss. But uh, we have got to work on that.
7: Yeah, like you say, it's uh, it's frustrating to have that gap, particularly after a loss. You'd rather get back back out on track and, and set the record straight, but nevertheless, uh, it will give you a bit of time to reflect and, and look where, where things need to, to to start afresh next time you're back here.
9: Yeah, that's it. I mean, every, the way the league is, I think a lot of teams are gonna lose at home so uh but we didn't really want to lose any at our home track but uh it's the way it is and we've got to work with what whatever we've got to do for the rest of the year
7: yeah um i know what one the two boys are, are just hoping for a bit more consistency once once the fixtures do pick up in a, a couple of weeks as well because i know they're they're frustrated they're having one good ride and they're frustrated with the next aren't
9: they yeah and that's speedway but uh yeah a couple of riders are low on confidence and uh I know what it's like to be in that position it's not fun so we've got to try and help them get out of that and uh only takes a good meeting or two and and they'll be away but we'll uh we'll see what happens but uh we're we're definitely still fighting hard
7: yeah and while you can't go out and obviously ride their bike for them that is part of part of your new
9: role as captain now as well isn't it yeah that's it no i i can only say so much but i yeah i'm gonna help as best i can so uh i'll do my best for them and uh, i'm sure they're gonna try and win races no one goes out there to lose races so Uh, we'll be working on everyone uh, to... We need to get back to winning ways because we've got the team that I think... A good enough team to win the league, so we've got to just get back on everyone on form, and we'll be all right.
7: Yeah, the way the fixtures work, a week on Thursday uh, back at Sheffield for the uh, Northern Group Decider in the Premiership League Cup as well. And I know that the league is the main focus, but still, you've you've put yourselves back within a, within a shout of uh, of being able to get through to the final.
9: There you go. and It's not all that bad. We've still got to fight. We've still got a chance to make the final of that, and. Uh, we all like going to Sheffield, so I think we can definitely do it. it will be, it'll be a tough task, but Sheffield are a good team, but I think we can do it.
3: There's Sam Masters there speaking with Ryan Guest after Wolves' narrow defeat against the Ipswich Witches on Monday night. Now, there's a bit of a break in uh, Premiership action until next Monday. That's when the next fixtures take place. And the televised fixture will be the Ipswich Witches. who will be... Hosting the Sheffield Tigers next Monday night live on Eurosport. Um, what about this fixture then, Alan Rossiter? Um, Sheffield, of course, their home track, a very, very big track. Whereas Ipswich, obviously, much tighter, and again, a bit of home advantage there. How do you think? How do you see that one going? Yes and no. Again,
4: if people make changes like Bellevue have now. Then Bellevue are certainly uh, title contenders now. We're certainly with, with Matty in the side, and it don't make them weaker; makes them really stronger. So you know it's going to be tough, but they got riders like Adam Ellis that can ride the the small, t- not not so much tight, but it, uh, you know it's a techni- technical track at Ipswich. Uh, it's got a clay-based content, um, but um, you got Jackie Holder and people like that in there, and um, Kyle Howarth. Um, you know they they're they will all attack it, but um, you know
3: certainly Ipswich should be buoyed with that win at, w- at Monmore on Monday night for sure. Well, looking back to last week, Sheffield were last in action against Peterborough. All seems to come around to Peterborough at the moment, and they were big winners again over Peterborough, 51-39, the victory at Oldham last Thursday. Uh, Sheffield, of course, next in action in that televised meeting on Monday at Foxhall, and um, we'll hear from Tobias Musialak in just a moment. But first, let's hear from the Sheffield team boss, Simon Stead.
7: Well, Simon Stead, uh, first Premiership League fixture of the season against the reigning champions. Perfect way to start as well.
3: Yeah, really good start for
10: us. Um, continued where we'd left off really in the uh, in the early season, and uh, I think that's a really, really strong display from us against good opposition um considering you know we've not been here for a significant amount of time i think we we're a little bit rusty um but ultimately we got the, the job done uh and it, it probably looks a little bit more convincing than, uh, than than it actually was peterborough kept us honest for for a long period of time in the match um, but it's nice to get started again and we're into a bit of a run of meetings, so look forward to the next one.
7: Yeah, what can you say about Tobias Musialak as well, superb 15-point maximum, fully deserved and looks like he's been riding this place for years? His Words sort of can't
10: really sum him up, um, I think that's... We sort of knew what he was capable of um, and he's, 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 a, he's a fabulous rider. Um, and, and the beauty about me is, as, as fast as he rides this place, he's just as good. Um, you know, his, his performance at Wolverhampton earlier in the year, which is you know, completely different to the big open fast tracks in, in Poland, um, he did the business there. So uh, I think we've got a real gem um, who's, who's loving life at the club, uh, who's very happy, um, who's got good equipment, uh, good mechanic, uh, a really good setup um and he's riding with a smile on his face and ultimately when people do that um you tend to get better results and, and that's what we're seeing
7: yeah the racing certainly developed as the, the night went on as well and uh that heat 13 will know doubt be doing the rounds on, on social media the race that uh, sealed the victory for the tigers and uh, what a move from jack holder on that last lap
10: yeah i said to i said to jack that's probably one of the best corners i've seen here in 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 a long time um that's that's sort of no, no disrespect to to anybody else who, who's flown around the outside but that was just he just he just hit that cushion perfectly it pulled him round. He, he looked in complete control which you know <laughs> is not always the case when you uh when you're flying under the air fence at, at sheffield but um it was absolutely fantastic and you know off, off the back of that um he was up for it fired up and and really fancied eat 15 um and i, I that's the beauty about how we're made up this year um you know absolutely over the moon to have a selection headache going into heat 15 so um great that toby got his uh, got his 15 point maximum thoroughly deserved um but it was great to see the boys chip in and do their bit as well
7: yeah another week and a half gap now until uh, ipswich away they've claimed their first win of the season uh, tonight at home to, against bellevue as well so um should be a should be an interesting meeting at foxhall
10: yeah, it will be. Um, I, I I look at every fixture like that this year. I sort of I just think how the, how the makeup of it is and how the teams are looking. Every fixture looks like a really really good one. So um, I'd like us to carry forward the momentum that we've got. Um, it's been a little bit stop start stop start but you know like I said um it's just a week and a half we get our grips into it um it's on the TV of course so um we want to put on a dominant display but no we'll be in for a tough fixture uh, they always ride their place very well so it won't be easy but um, be nice to can t- continue the current
7: form that we're in. Many thanks for speaking to us as always. Right, right. Thank you, mate.
3: And you can watch Sheffield's trip to Ipswich on Monday live on Eurosport two and Discovery Plus. You're listening to No Breaks, No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast. I'm Ian Brannan. My guest this week is the former Great Britain team boss, Alan Rossiter. I will be hearing from um, one of Sheffield's star men this season, Tobias Musilak in the next part of No Breaks No Fear. We will uh, also hear from Paul Stark on his assessment of what happened at Newcastle last Sunday and a bit of coverage from the National League to come before the end as well. Here on No Breaks No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast.
2: No Breaks No Fear. The official British Speedway podcast.
3: Lots still to come on No Breaks, No Fear. There's been a big announcement about coverage relating to the Premiership pairs. Details about that on the way very soon because that competition gets underway on the 23rd of May and an exciting new competition it is as well. First of all, let's hear a chat with one of the star men so far this year for the Sheffield Tigers. Tobias Musilak has... uh, obviously been in British Speedway before, was a title winner in 2019 with uh, Alan Rossiter's Swindon side. And he's been uh, speaking with Ryan Guest about another top performance for the Sheffield Tigers.
7: Well, Tobias Musilak, uh, first and foremost, a stunning 15-point maximum tonight on your league debut for Sheffield. Yeah,
11: absolutely stunning. Um, The first complete in in British Speedway for me, probably. So uh, I am enjoying enjoyed uh racing tonight in at, at Olerton, so uh that that was awesome for me the bike was um, i have to say thank you to maciek uh he's got brilliant setup and i could i could even lose my some some of my starts and bike was just pulling yeah,
7: yeah watching you out there it's like you've been racing here for for years but it's actually only your, your second team meeting
11: yeah Um, yeah actually second team meeting I didn't even know Um, yeah I'm just enjoying the track because the track is awesome the track is uh, like brilliant Um, so uh, the shape is cool and uh, it's no tricky track actually so uh, I'm just dropping my clutch say goodbye
7: say goodbye indeed Uh, for the team as well tonight uh, first league meeting a good win against the champions
11: yeah that's the brilliant start for us Um, and, and good to be on the first league meeting here in uh, Sheffield Uh, that was uh, you know like mm, important for us yeah so uh, we started with the win so that's the cool feeling and we're looking forward to the next
7: one yeah you're unbeaten so far from four team meetings as well and a really good team of riders here at Sheffield this year yeah we we are good team and we have a good
11: actually team spirit so uh, yeah we're enjoying young team
7: Good for us. So uh, yeah, Toby, well done tonight on a stunning fifteen-point max. Thank you very much,
3: Tobias Musilak There, who uh, certainly is becoming a firm favourite with the Sheffield fans already. Sheffield, many people's favourites to uh, take some honours in twenty twenty two. Alan Rossiter. Um, obviously, we've seen some team changes with uh, the Bellevue Aces adding Matej Zagar into their lineup. Do you think that changes things? Are, are Sheffield still one of the favourites? Well. Obviously,
4: she- Sheffield were the standout one now, but I think Bellevue now, with with what they've got compact in there, young Tom Brennan having a fantastic season there. Fortunately, he didn't do any damage after his crash at Newcastle the other night. So that's great news. And he banged in paid nine at Peterborough. And he's certainly scoring the points. And uh, Jai is, Afridge is, is picking up some very useful points there. And Brady Kurtz getting a paid maximum yesterday. So... You know, and, as, and again, we keep repeating ourselves. Matty Zagar has certainly made him up there with Sheffield between the battle of the northern clubs at the moment. I would say I wouldn't write off Wolverhampton just yet. As I said, everybody's writing them off at the moment, which is quite sad, really. We're only like three meetings in, and they certainly miss Ryan Douglas. Um, Thomas Jorgensen scored a hatful of points from at Wolverhampton for Kings Lynn, and it didn't work for him this week. You've seen that many week one week go there as the home team as a guest and it didn't work for him last night and the fans are already jumping on the back shouting for changes. I think it's crazy.
3: And Peter Adams, more than any other manager, knows that this is a long season. There are many twists and turns to come yet in all directions. He knows that better than anybody, especially after last season. And uh, yeah, there's a long way to go. I, I always say, even at
4: Swindon, we're not worried about winning the league. It's about just getting to them playoffs. That's all, is, that's all the focus is, making sure you're in that top four, five, I would say four in the Premiership now, isn't it? And it's six in the Championship. God, oh, I got that one right. <laughs> hey! Um, so, yeah, so it'll be, it'll be the guys will be looking to get to that top four, and I always say it's not about winning it, and I know that you can say when you get to it, if you win it, you can pick who you want. But if you're going to win it, you've got to play everybody.
3: So, those fixtures then for the next week in the Premiership. It's on Monday, and the fixture live on Eurosport 2 will be Ipswich versus Sheffield. That starts at 7.30. And um, the other fixture on Monday is the National Speedway Stadium, Bellevue Aces, against the Kingsland Stars. The other big fixture taking place um, in World Speedway, of course, is going to be the Speedway Grand Prix, which returns this weekend to Warsaw in the big stadium there. Uh, Once again, massive crowd indoor stadium and these big massive fixtures are great to have back on the calendar again aren't they
4: massive crowds like you know nearly a sellout crowd of 50 60,000 i i'm not sure um you know with a partisan polish crowd and obviously the way Smarzlik's riding at the moment is is just unbelievable you know who can stop him you know we all say like you know we've lost emil sadly and we've lost artem laguta which is a real shame it's not their fault it's just Speedway in general, how it goes, you know, the world, how they've done, dealt with the Russian athletes, which I don't think it's their fault, you know, and, um, you know, whether they, they've had to make a stand just like all the other sports, and they've done it. But it does leave it wide open for Smarzlik to walk away with it. A rider you can ask, we always say, Magic Janoski, he always starts off strong, and but then can he can he sustain it? That's the thing with Magic. He's got the ability... He, he's a super guy, he's ultra-professional, very, very fit, but can he sustain it? He seems to start strong and fade as the Grand Prix goes along. That's where you're looking for somebody like Magic to try and stop in Smarslick, because at the moment I don't see anybody stopping um, Bartos.
3: And that's the thing, how do you stop Bartos? He just seems to have more speed than everybody else at the moment, doesn't he?
4: He's got the speed, he's got the skull, he's got a different technique, He's got. he's just got everything about him.
3: Let's uh, turn our attention then to the championship right now and um, the match that uh, myself and Alan were at on uh, Tuesday night. Plymouth Gladiators versus the Oxford Cheaters and certainly my first visit to, uh, to this stadium. An interesting track, uh, a pretty small track, I think one of the smallest, certainly in, in uh, British Speedway. What were your thoughts on it, Alan? Because I know that this is your first visit to this stadium too.
4: Yes, it's it's good. It's been a bit different. It's something I've I've not witnessed before. It certainly looks bigger on the TV than it does in real life, and uh, it certainly is leads to have a certain setup. If you've got the setup here, it could work very well for you. If you haven't got the setup, you will get caught out badly.
3: Joined by Ben Barker, and it was a a Good, a good evening for you once again here.
6: Yeah, definitely. You know this track is one of my favourites in the country. You know, dropping one point to an opponent is not bad. So, I think it was 12 plus 2, so I'm, I'm happy with that.
3: Yeah, it was a good night for you. You took a bit of a tumble, though. You all right after that?
6: A little bit sore, a bit yeah. of bat and bruising. We'll just see how we feel in the morning, but we might go and get an x-ray. A bit of pain in my wrist, so we'll oh, yeah. see what happens.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was it was a bit of a... What happened in that? Because we couldn't really work it out. Was it was it just a classic first-bend bunch job? Or? Of
6: course, you know, like, I looked... I, so i come off a of gate three... Um, I looked to the left, and Scotty and uh, Tofty have made as good as one as me. So I've got to run for the dirt, and then I then batches over my left shoulder, and we just got hooked up, you know, and spat me down hard.
3: Yeah, you did a bit of a flip over and uh, straight into the in the air fence. But anyway, you made the the rerun and uh, and the victory. But obviously, the the meeting was sorted all by heat fifteen. Anyway, yeah, of course.
6: It? I mean, everyone knows it takes a lot to keep me down. Yeah, it does take a lot to keep me down. So, you know, we just grit our teeth and. Deal With the pain for 60 seconds and then got the win, so it was a good. I made a you know, the best start I've made all day was in Heat 15, it was, In then the yeah. rerun, so that was good.
3: Got a bit of a break now from Plymouth anyway. And uh, Ipswich, I've got uh, a week off now. Oh, you got any, yeah. Well, that's it. The next fixture, you're on TV, aren't you? Because yep. uh, Ipswich, we we're talking about this earlier. Ipswich racing against um, Sheffield, um, big fixture on, on Eurosport, and um. Obviously, the quest continues there, but a good start to Ipswich's uh, season.
6: Definitely. You know, I've had two league meetings, two wins. That's, that's the best thing we can hope for. So, we've just got to keep clicking at Ipswich and keep clicking here as well. You know, I, I mean, I'm lucky. I I'm mean, two teams that I look at and I think they can be title-challenging teams mm. So we're on paper. Um, so, you just got to carry on.
3: And, of course, it all comes down to the playoffs. It comes down to a couple of meetings. It's getting yourself in those playoffs. I spoke to Gary May. Um, earlier tonight and, and you know he was saying that's the aim the playoffs is the aim
6: But the, the aim the, the, that's the aim for any team yeah. um, doesn't matter who finishes top of the league um, by the end of the year I mean I, I won the league in a uh, 2011 I think and we were fourth we snuck in the playoffs but we were a team on form and we went and smashed the playoffs and won the league so it was great
3: well, it's good to see you, and um, well done on tonight. You, you seem to be enjoying your speedway at the moment, and and everything that's happening with you.
6: I came home. I've come yeah. home to Plymouth. Yeah, um,
3: that's of course. I mean, I mean, that must. I mean, it's it's been a long journey for us all to come here tonight, and obviously that's the same for you being based here, travelling across yeah. the country. I and course, like isn't you know, it? my
6: little boy, my my youngest son, Bradley, was here tonight with my dad, and it just it's just you know, yeah. it just suits me being here. And then that's the only reason I took the Ipswich job is because I was so happy with my riding. <laughs> and I was like, well, well, let's go for it now. You know, I'm back enjoying my speedway and, yep. you know, I've got a great team behind me. I've got Mark Simmons, who is, you know, he's top notch, you know, for doing all my equipment and everything. So it goes a long way when everything's working well.
3: Good stuff. All right. Well, keep it up and all the best for the rest of the season. Thanks, Thank Ben. Thank you very much. Cheers. Ben Barker there, top scorer for the Plymouth Gladiators in their 55-35 victory over the Oxford Cheaters on Tuesday night. That match was streamed live on the British Speedway Network, and it was announced during the coverage that British Speedway Network will be the place to watch the Premiership Pairs competition, which gets underway very soon. There's going to be a round at each Premiership track. The first one is at Peterborough on May 23rd, basically around every month between now and the, the end of the season, effectively. And uh, I caught up with uh,
12: the man behind British Speedway Network, Jitendra Duffel, and he told us a little more. Myself and Martin start started this project. Um, we, we entered the unknown, really. Uh, we didn't know what sort of reception we would get or, you know, if the project would be a success, but we, we had a lot of belief in it. Uh, we did a lot of market research beforehand and, yeah, really pleased to say that the project so far has been a, a huge success. Uh, we're growing all the time. Feedback has been good and, you know, uh, BSN as a company we're, we're learning uh, really stream by stream and, and looking to improve so yeah the, the fact that we, we now have this contract with the, the premiership is a, a massive achievement for us um, it's something we're really excited about and yeah just really pleased to be able to, to, to bring something else to, to British Speedway. So this competition is going to run over
3: six rounds every track is going to host a in the premiership so it's an exciting competition and as a Speedway fan you must be excited to see how this is going to pan out uh, as well as being the place where it's going to be shown because there's going to be no outright winner on the first night the scores are going to roll over round after round and it's all possibly going to
12: boil down to a a big showpiece finale at Bellevue in September time. It is you know I would liken it to the the old Falls tournament we had years ago where you know, we, we traveled around to different tracks and, you know, each track managed to horse around. So it's great news for the supporters. I think that the, the tournament's going to be very, very popular. Um, it's it's something that we we think is going to be a really exciting competition as well. If you look at the standard in the premiership, um, obviously it's a higher standard than the championship anyway, but when you actually filter that down to the, the top two, three in, in each team, you know, you've got the likes of Marty Zegar, you know Brady Kurtz, Jason Doyle, amongst others, in there. there's some really big names. And uh, the, the, this this competition is going to be a, a ultra high standard, and uh, it, it's a privilege for us to be to give them the chance to actually, uh, yeah, to to broadcast it. So 23rd of May, first round at Peterborough. Before then, though,
3: it's a busy week this next week for the British Speedway Network. There's there's two fixtures next week that people can watch in the championship.
12: Yeah, so we're. Um, we're at pool next wednesday which is uh yeah a fair, fair track for us again you know plymouth we're based in middlesbrough so plymouth was a a big trek so to to go to pool again next week is uh, a lot of miles for us personally and but that's speedway you know and we, we don't mind the traveling it's all part of the fun um and then obviously we're we're at scunthorpe on the friday as well um a little bit closer to home but a fantastic racetrack too you know pool um you know that the big players in the in the championship moved down from the premiership and they've certainly exerted the dominance in this league as well but yeah. uh, and scunthorpe again you know is is a track that you know the championship has so many great race tracks that haven't really been showcased um you know that the Eurosport coverage is has concentrated predominantly on the premiership so I think it's a great opportunity for us to actually showcase some of the, the great tracks in the championship as well. And, and Scunthorpe is one of them. Um, you know, I, I've, I've been to, to see many a meeting there in my red car days as a promoter, but also as a, a casual Speedway supporter, which I am too. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a bad meeting there. It, it's a superb race track, always well prepared. Um, yeah, and really excited to, to go on and show the track off to the, the whole world. That's Jitendra
3: Duffel, who uh, you may remember as being a promoter last year at the Red Car Bears, now one of the driving forces behind the British Speedway Network, who will be showing the Premiership Pairs Tournament in addition to uh, all the action through the course of the championship season as well. That's the end of part two of No Breaks No Fear. Coming up... Well, we've still got a bit of action to bring you. We'll hear from Paul Stark, Newcastle rider, who was involved in that fixture against Glasgow last weekend, where the meeting was abandoned because of the state of the track. We'll hear his thoughts on that. And a little bit of uh, action from the National League as well, which has had a pretty busy week over the last seven days. All to come on No Brakes, No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast.
2: No breaks, No Fear. The official British Speedway podcast.
3: Welcome along. I'm Ian Brannan, Alan Rossiter joining us through the course of the episode this week. Um, A little bit more from the championship now. And Glasgow were 31 29 winners at Newcastle on Sunday, and a meeting abandoned after 10 completed races due to track conditions. The Tigers went level on points with championship leaders Leicester, but saw Tom Brennan withdraw with a hand injury after a crash in his first ride. Captain Ulrich Ostegaard was unbeaten for the visitors with 7 plus 2 from three rides, with Benjamin Basso winning two races, as he scored 7, Max Clegg scored 7 from 3 for the Newcastle Diamonds. Newcastle promoter Rob Grant, meanwhile, has confirmed significant track work was already scheduled for the venue prior to Sunday's abandonment. The Diamonds now have a break in home fixtures and plan for the work to be complete in time for the visit of Scunthorpe on May 22nd. Let's hear now from one of the riders involved in that fixture, Newcastle's Paul Stark. Well, Paul Stark, I know it was a, a bit of a
7: controversial ending to the, the Newcastle-Glasgow fixture on, on sunday um from, from a home perspective what was your take on it
1: i mean obviously you know the, the newcastle have, have tried to do the best that they can um, they, they can't get on the track um as much as they'd like to i know that they've always had in their in their minds that they're, they're going to try and fix it um, and a few of the crashes nothing to do with um the actual issue at the track um and a couple you know it's just a difficult a difficult it, it, it's 50 50 you know and it, it it's hard because they want to fix it, but they, they need a bit of time to fix it. Um, so, rider safety is paramount, obviously, and that comes first. But you know, at times, you've just got to use your head and, and yeah, just. <laughs> I don't know what to say. With yeah. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's a tough one. But um, probably they're going to fix it now moving forward. And I think, you know, they'll do the best that they can with it. And uh, hopefully, the issue will go away.
7: Yeah, it was a shame it had to come to an end as well because it was turning into a, a close competitive yeah, it was, contest.
1: It was always going to be tough, you know, Glasgow, a formidable side. So. Um, It was tough, but in the end, I think we just got to take it for what it is and just move forward. And, you know, they're going to sort the track out. I think they're sorting it out as we speak, to be honest. So we look forward to that and just go again.
3: An unusual situation, but uh, you may have seen pictures. Of the uh, situation with the track uh, over the course of the weekend, you may also have seen pictures of the situation with the track now, in the fact that uh, some new shale is being put down and uh, work is underway to uh, improve the situation around the Bruff Park circuit. And all the best with with that work, Alan Rossiter. Have you ever experienced anything quite like that? Have you seen the pictures of the uh, of what happened at Newcastle? But have you experienced anything uh, popping through the track you weren't expecting? Uh, yeah, well, funny enough, Bellevue, uh,
4: the old Kirkhamshire Lane Road, used to go in the third and fourth bend and used to get the house bricks come up going in on the, on the third and fourth bend, but certainly not to the groove that I saw on social media, which uh, something must have gone wrong or the lack of dirt or something for it to do that. It did look quite horrendous, you know, not, I don't mean horrendous, horrendous, but... You look at it, it. Certainly, if you got your back wheel in it and caught it wrong, could cause a lot of damage. So I can understand why it was called. But I've asked a question: how it, how it come up like that?
3: A quick run through the other uh, results over the course of the the last seven days or so. Then uh, in the championship, of course, uh, Birmingham getting a big victory against Scunthorpe, 49-41. Uh, Perry Varin getting their season. Up and running, and that was a fixture that was also live-streamed last week. Um, Oxford beating Berwick 50-39 in the National League, which we'll come to in a moment. Um, on Friday, it was um, honours in Glasgow's favour, 49-41 against the Plymouth Gladiators at Ashfield. And then on Saturday, another big win for the Leicester Lions, uh, who uh, remain top of the championship as it stands. Leicester 55, Oxford 35 And then uh, that meeting that we mentioned on Sunday, Newcastle 29, Glasgow 31 abandoned after 10 heats. The result stands. We've talked about what's uh, happened on uh, Tuesday already, looking ahead to the fixtures in the championship as the week goes by on Wednesday, that's May the 11th, Oxford Cheaters host the Redcar Bears. It's Pool Pirates versus the Newcastle Diamonds also on Wednesday. And then looking ahead to Friday, Edinburgh v Leicester, Redcar versus Pool and Scunthorpe versus Oxford. And you can get the live streams at uh, Edinburgh and Scunthorpe on their uh, respective websites. Saturday, Berwick host Redcar in a bit of a north-east derby at Shieldfield Park. And um, that really completes the uh, lineup. Really, as far as the championship goes, safe to say, on Tuesday next week, it's Plymouth versus the Berwick Bandits, and the Oxford Cheaters versus the Birmingham Brummies. Uh, the remaining fixtures as we look ahead over the next seven days. Right now, let's turn our attention to what's been happening in the National League because it was a busy week on the National League front last week. Um, Oxford beating the Berwick Bullets, 50-39. The Oxford Chargers getting off to the perfect start at Sandy Lane. And Robin Allen caught up with captain of the Oxford Chargers, Jordan Jenkins. He scored a 15-point maximum. And uh, here's his thoughts after that opening meeting.
13: Jordan Jenkins, your first home meeting for the Oxford Chargers, and uh, it couldn't have gone any better for yourself with a 15-point maximum.
5: Yeah, for sure, you know, um, I was determined after last week to make a better performance round here, uh, I felt like I had a good race against Scotty, um, so yeah, as I say, just uh, yeah, making myself better every time, and after a good match last night in Loveland, I um, played 10 on top score of Hover, so uh, yeah, I'm feeling good at the minute, I just need to work on a few things, and I think we'll be well away, you know, just uh, I think I'll be dangerous if I can make a start. Um, so, yeah, we'll keep, keep working and, uh, yeah, we'll get there soon.
13: Now, how are you finding it with the fact you've had such a, a busy week? And I know Oxford have put it out on their social media, all, all the, the places you've been, the, the flights you've had to catch, the, the, the meetings you, you've done. And how, how are you feeling after this busy week? Um, I think I had a, a just as a
5: busy week last week, you know, so uh, I think last week was uh, a good uh, icebreaker to get into it. Uh, I think I've settled in well, I've got used to it and... Um, yeah, I've had an hour and 50 minutes sleep and, and that was on an airport bench at 2 o'clock this morning and, uh, yeah, we caught, caught the flight home and, and yeah, it's just a, a day, day of relaxing, you know, no bikes to do, which is quite nice and uh, I would say i got a day off tomorrow to rest but bikes to be done and, uh, yeah, we'll set off up to Edinburgh and I think we're at Redcar on Saturday, try a few new things and, uh, yeah, possibly another meeting on Sunday but, uh, yeah, we're yet to find out and... and yeah, you know, it's the best way of being busy, I like being on my bike, and at the minute I've only had two days off a week, and about this week it's so only going to be one, you know, so uh, yeah, living the dream.
13: And how are you sort of finding things, are you sort of feeling that all that hard work and preparation over the winter is starting to pay off?
5: Yeah, you know, um, I've always felt my equipment's good, I uh, just needed to sort of believe in myself a little bit more. Um and I, I feel like I'm finally getting there, uh, but yeah, still a long way to go, as I say, I can't can't settle for it just yet, but, you know, uh, I'm happy with the way things are going, and as you say, yeah, a long preparation over the winter, and just drilling it into my own head, you know, that, you know, I can do this, and, and I will do it, and I think that's the positivity I need to have, and yeah, as I say, I'm just, yeah, happy with the way things are going, but is um, all about consistency, you know, I've had two, well, three good meetings in the last few days, and uh yeah, as I say, just need to replicate that now and and not not be a, a yo-yo rider. So yeah, we'll see how we go.
13: Now the two meetings that you you've done in Poland, you, you said that it was very much a, a learning experience for, for the first one, and you really kicked on this week. And are you looking to, to push on and onto bigger and better
5: things? 100%. You know, uh, I don't I don't go out on the bike unless I want to improve. You know. Um, Last week in Chesterover, the two motors that I took out there this year, um, I don't think they're quite up to the job. And, and the club have, uh, provided me with a, a club engine from uh, Fleming Graveson which uh, turned out to be a rocket ship, you know. And another new track yesterday at Lublin, um, and it's a little bit of a tighter track, you know. So yeah, I enjoyed it, um, and probably a bit bit of a similar track to sort of Kingsland, you know, just long straights and a bit tighter bends, but very slick, you know. Um, so I was good at the beginning. The setup just got away from me at the end, but. Yeah, I'm still learning, as you say, but I have got a good, uh, good setup around me out there. I got a good mechanic who's uh, worked for some, yeah, world-class riders, and like Greg Hancock, Arthur Mugui, Rowan Tangay, Runa Holter, So I'm quite lucky with that. Um, so yeah, as I say, we'll just uh, keep striving, and, and you know, I'm, I've got 12 more meetings out there, and plus anything else that may pop up, you know. So yeah, very happy with first going Thank you, Tom. Cool, cheers.
3: Well, the Oxford Chargers continued in great form just a couple of days later when they visited Armadale and won away there, 42-48. So a great start for the Oxford Chargers. The Berwick Bullets got the better of the Bellevue Colts on Saturday, winning 55-35 at Sheelfield Park. And uh, looking ahead to uh, the week coming up, a few more National League fixtures on the cards. Not least on Saturday, Leicester Line Cubs hosting the Bellevue Colts at 7pm. And um, also in the National League, we've got um, Kent versus Leicester on Sunday at 12. And Mildenhall against Plymouth at uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. And there's a bit of... Um, British Youth Championships as well taking place on Sunday. Uh, Both meetings at Kent at 2 o'clock. It's the 500cc and the 250cc um, Championship Round 1 of the British Youth Championships. So uh, you can get a good afternoon of Speedway actually there with the uh, National League meeting. Kent v Leicester at 12 and at 2 o'clock the British Youth Championships. So we're a busy one there And what's set to be a fairly nice weekend, I believe. So um, those are the National League fixtures. Plenty on the cards coming up over the course of the next week. Here's how it uh, lines up over the next seven days. Oxford Red Car Pool versus Newcastle Friday. Edinburgh Leicester, Red Car Pool, Scunthorpe Oxford in the Championship. On Saturday, it's uh, back to the Speedway Grand Prix, and it's the Polish round taking place in Warsaw. There's championship action at Berwick, Shieldfield Park, Berwick versus Redcar, and in the National League, it's uh, Leicester versus Bellevue, as I just mentioned. And then skipping over to Monday, in the Premiership, live on Eurosport and Discovery+, Plus, Bellevue Aces versus the Kingsland Stars, but live on TV will be Ipswich versus Sheffield. That's the main meeting on Monday evening. And then Tuesday, Plymouth versus Berwick, Oxford versus Birmingham. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy your Speedway wherever you're watching it, however you're watching it. And we'll be back with you for another episode of No Breaks, No Fear out next Wednesday morning.
2: No Breaks, No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast.
8: Sports Social Podcast Network.